Hello everyone, Jacqueline here from Best Publishing Company, and today I'm talking with Dr. Paul Claus from the Mayo Hyperbaric Medicine Clinic located in Rochester, Minnesota. Now I've asked Dr. Claus to join me today because his team at the Hyperbaric Center is hosting a two-day, 16-credit-hour CME MOC event called Hyperbaric Medicine 2015. The event is taking place on April 17th and 18th, 2015. For those of you who are avid followers of Best Publishing Company, you've probably already seen some details about this conference on our blog and an email. Now the Mayo Hyperbaric team has structured this event to keep you up to date on cutting edge medical advances in hyperbaric medicine and to help you grow your network of industry colleagues to help take your practice to the next level of success. So without further ado, let's hear from Dr. Claus. Hi, Dr. Claus. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Jacqueline, and thank you for um, uh, inviting me to speak and helping us promote this conference. Uh, as you um, asked me, I've been the medical director here at our program at Mayo Clinic uh, since its initiation uh, in 2008. And what we want to accomplish with this conference is to um, uh, help share the information that we've gained uh, in those uh, seven years in practicing hyperbarics and with a focus on more complex patients, especially those that are hospitalized. Dr. Claus, can you tell us a little bit about the content that we can ex that we can expect in the Hyperbaric Medicine 2015 conference? We're going to be focusing once again on, on patients uh, who have conditions that we uh, generally see uh, that are acutely ill in the hospitalized setting. We're trying to answer questions of why we uh, uh, provide hyperbaric uh, for this uh, specialized group of patients uh, when we elect to do it and the uh, logistics of how we do it. Uh, we'll be reviewing some of the uh, basic mechanisms of hyperbaric uh, oxygen uh, in those settings. But uh, we'll move very quickly on to uh, issues in regards to how hyperbarics uh, can affect um, uh, healing uh, through its preconditioning effect uh, in published uh, findings in literature. Also, how we support complex surgical closures uh, and also uh, mechanisms uh, for providing support in failing or threatened flaps and grafts. And can you tell us a little bit about the speakers and who you've chosen to be faculty at the conference? In those uh, topics that I mentioned are just um, the initial uh, uh, speakers of the day. Dr. Pertrizé uh, is a, um, a transplant uh, surgeon who um, uh, has been specialized in hyperbaric medicine for the past uh, 10 years or more. He's also a primary researcher who's done uh, uh, bench research in uh, heat shock proteins and other uh, mechanisms of hyperbaric oxygen for preconditioning. We also have um, one of our speakers that morning is Dr. Um, Richard Benoza, uh, who is a practicing plastic surgeon uh, and also a hyperbaricist who uh, uses hyperbarics to uh, uh, support his practice and colleagues uh, for uh, surgical closures, particularly uh, complex uh, pre-flaps and grafts. And who's the target audience for your conference? Is it just physicians or is it open to everyone? Um, our target audience is actually the entire hyperbaric team, which includes the specialists, the surgeons, and, and uh, uh, medical doctors who are identifying and referring patients to us, as well as our hyperbaric team with physicians, nurses, and technicians. Our um, second day of, of uh, pre 
presentations uh, focus a lot of uh, attention on logistics, including patient support in the hyperbaric environment. Many of our patients uh, require uh, hospitalized uh, level care with uh, intravenous uh, pumps, uh, respiratory uh, support, uh, mechanical support, and physiologic monitoring. Uh, many of those things are, are very challenging and, and difficult to um, coordinate uh, in the hyperbaric environment. Not much of our discussion will be centered around uh, how we uh, go about uh, authorizing uh, that type of specialized equipment to be used in the hyperbaric environment. So it sounds like you're actually going to be going into some depth on these topics. It's not just going to be an overview. You're actually going to be digging into the, the subject matter. Uh, absolutely. And each of the um, uh, series of talks will offer a panel discussion with the um, presenters so that the um, uh, audience uh, can participate and ask uh, very direct questions. We're anticipating or hoping that uh, the audience is going to come with a good number of um, situations and questions that they've already encountered in their own practices. And together we can serve as a somewhat experienced, if not expert, panel in addressing some of those uh, uh, problems that they've run up against in providing care for their patients. So attendees will actually have that opportunity to directly ask their questions to the experts, either in a panel setting or one-on-one -on -one during networking in between sessions. Absolutely, including uh, we have luncheons uh, with uh, Meet the um, Panel so that uh, more casually over lunch, uh, these topics can be uh, pursued one-on-one. -on -one. That's wonderful. So you're actually providing that intimate environment so people can really absorb the material. They can really get their clinical questions answered. They can really find out um, questions to situations that they're dealing with in their practice on a daily or weekly basis. Absolutely. The other thing I'd like to mention, and uh, uh, our will be, uh, for lack of a better word, will be showcasing uh, the results of a large clinical study that's been uh, conducted for the past several years uh, related to the um, uh, treatment and closure of uh, complicated lower extremity crush injuries with flaps and grafts supported with hyperbarics. Uh, that work is uh, just being completed and uh, the attendees will be able to meet the authors of that principal investigators of that study and uh, learn of its results uh, in anticipation of its publication uh, this coming year. Oh, wow. That's a huge opportunity. A huge opportunity for attendees. Wonderful. And what would be, if you would have to pick out one of your favorite things about this upcoming conference or one thing that you're most excited about about this upcoming conference, would it be that featured research or is there something else that you'd like to tell our listeners? Um, wait, uh, Myself personally, it's uh, to be able to share uh, both success stories and uh, failures, uh, not necessarily failures that uh, we couldn't work around, but uh, to share experience. The other thing that I'm uh, very much looking forward to is that the entire panel are, um, have become very close friends over the years, and I think uh, this is going to be a conference where uh, Anyone who attends is going to be able to strike up not only uh, professional networking, but uh, uh, likely to uh, find uh, individuals that they'll uh, communicate with uh, over the uh, coming months and years. 
Oh, wow. That's a, that's a wonderful opportunity. That's great, not only for seasoned professionals in the industry, you know, to get to know and their colleagues better and network with their colleagues on both, you know, a conference level as well as it sounds like there'll be some time for informal interaction, but also for new clinicians coming into the field, be it physicians, technicians, nurses, this sounds like a great opportunity to really get to know some of the leaders in the industry on a very personal level. And that's a huge opportunity, especially for someone new coming into the field. I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm also personally looking forward to uh, meeting the next generation. And I understand that there's going to be some bonuses included with the attendees' registration. Um, you had mentioned a, about a tour of the, of the multi-place program there at Mayo Clinic and um, also some uh, bonus access to course material. Can you tell us a little bit about those two bonuses? Uh, yes, without question. The um, materials that we're going to be producing from these talks will be all available uh, to the uh, attendees uh, for the coming calendar year uh, as uh, slide materials for their own education and uh, use in educating other providers uh, in their providers and uh, caregivers uh, in their respective um, programs. Oh, that's well, great. So so they, so they, attendees can actually access for a, for a full year after the conference, they can access the conference materials, go back, look at those, you know, the items that they might, or the information that they might need to have refreshed on. Uh, if they wanted to, you know, share something with their team, they have that access for a year to use, to use that material for their own educational purposes. Correct. That's very generous uh, of your conference. It's fantastic. And then the, the tour of the clinic, can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, the details of which we've uh, really uh, worked out uh, will have to, um, depending on the, uh, the attendees, uh, it may be very small and personal, uh, it may be in small groups. Uh, it'll be uh, between patient care, unfortunately, uh, uh, with a busy practice, we'll have to uh, find time uh, uh, in between and after hours. But, the conference uh, is a full day. We'll have plenty of time to you know, take uh, small groups through the practice, uh, get hands-on uh, um, with uh, our equipment as far as understanding our support equipment. Great. So you're going to be doing the tours then in between the, um, the lecture sessions. Is that right? Uh, it'll be at the end of the afternoon, uh, yes, at the, um, of the lecture series. Okay, at the end of the day. That's great. And you said that you have a multi-place program, is that right? Yes, we do. Um, uh, by industry standards, it's, it's uh, quite large. It's by uh, no means unique from the standpoint of the volume of patients we have. We're very um, uh, pleased that we've uh, been able to invest in a um, very large uh, rectangular chamber made by Fink Engineering in uh, Australia. Uh, several of those have been installed uh, in the um, United States uh, since we've come up and running, and um, uh, several more are planned, and so we're hoping that uh, individuals that are either planning programs using that equipment or maybe considering uh, that type of equipment will have a chance to uh, see and ask questions about those particular uh, uh, installations. That's great, and, and, you know, there's a chance that, you know, especially some of the, the new practitioners coming into the field that they might not have experience working in a multi-place unit. So this will give them exposure to a multi-place and, and how that operates. That's a very unique opportunity. 
and your and the the conference is actually taking place uh, very near the the hyperbaric clinic. Is that right? Is it actually in the same uh, hospital facility where the clinic is located? We're a, a fairly large campus, but yes, uh, it's all located uh, in uh, a few buildings uh, walk of where we'll be holding the conference itself. Oh, that's great. That's great. So attendees will actually be on the Mayo, the campus of the of the Mayo Hospital there in, in Rochester, Minnesota. And just to recap uh, for our listeners, we had mentioned that this uh, event is a 16 credit hour CME event. You do have AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits that are approved. And I see that you also have um, 16 credits through the American Academy of Family Physicians. Is that right? Yes. And the other thing to note is that uh, our CME credits have been approved for maintenance of uh, certification for the uh, American Board of Medical Specialties. Great. And you also have um, National Board of Diving and Hyperbaric Medical Technology, the NBDHMT Category A credits for 16 credit hours. Um, is that right with NBDHMT? Yes, we do. Uh, and so um, all these credits are, are those that will help individuals maintain their specialty um, uh, certification uh, and also program accreditation. So attendees will actually be on the campus of the Mayo Clinic there in Rochester, Minnesota. They'll get 16 credit hours, lots of options depending on what types of of licenses um, that the attendees have that they will get credit, their 16 credit hours. And they're going to get, it sounds like, a ton of value for attending this conference from, you know, brand new research, just about to to hit the wire, um, and actually interacting with those folks who are actively doing and have done that research as well as, it sounds like, speakers from all over the world um, and industry experts in the field of hyperbaric medicine, plus, you know, touring the the clinic's multi-place facility and then actually keeping or actually having access to the course material for a full year after the event. That is a lot of value for the attendees coming to your conference. And Dr. Claus, is there anything else that you'd like to tell our, our listeners that we haven't already covered? Uh, the only thing I was going to mention is that uh, they get to uh, come to the Midwest uh, during one of the most pleasant months, uh, April, uh, the start of spring, uh, and not having to um, spend a harsh winter with us. Uh, that's a big plus. <laughs> I can imagine that the springtime would be much nicer than winter. <laughs> now, if you're ready to get your ticket, or even if you're just looking for more information about this conference, we invite you to visit the conference website. And that address is going to be linked below this podcast. And also you can find it at ce.mayo.edu slash preventive-medicine. And there you'll find all the details for the upcoming conference as well as uh, how to purchase your ticket and reserve your spot. We look forward to seeing everyone in Rochester, Minnesota at the Mayo Clinic Hyperbaric Medicine 2015. Thank you so much, Dr. Claus, for giving us the overview of what we can expect. And we can't wait.